people usually do it for health basis, right? Like a, I'm yeah. going to eat this particular thing less. I'm going to exercise more, but the benefits for that, they're like much ahead in the future. It's the same with investing, right? Like you. Yeah. Hi, my name is Anand. I'm an MBA student at the University of Toronto. Welcome to the Y Coordinate, the weekly podcast where we discuss the why behind human society and behavior using lessons from pop culture and our own experiences to lead a more intentional, efficient and happy life. Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of the new season of the Y Coordinate podcast and um, I'm really excited today to have another ex-academic team member of mine. Um, she's one of the smartest people I've met at Rockman so far. Um, and so before like, I get her to introduce uh, herself, uh, when sort of like our teams were announced, uh, before, before the program started, I was like, you know, getting to know a lot of people. And I had absolutely no idea about her existence because she had not bothered to <laughs> connect, reach out, do anything. And I was like, oh, she must be like, uh, the kind of person who I made a uh, like a snap judgment that I was like, oh, she was the kind of person who like will absolutely not care about you know the program <laughs> at all. Like since she hasn't really, but I could have not been further from like uh, the truth. Uh, so my mom and like throughout the past two terms, whatever I've scored is because I mean the rest of the team ha- has been a part of it as well. But I think my mom was sort of like the reason why our academic team got the grades that we did. So thank you so much for that, Mama. <laughs> uh, okay, now with that sort of opener, <laughs> you go ahead and introduce yourself. Of course, that's like the best introduction I've received <laughs> in my life, I think. Um, you're just way too kind. And obviously it was amazing working with you and learning from you uh, these past two terms. I've learned so much and it's been a fun term. So a little bit about myself. I grew up in Mumbai, India. I was born and raised there. I moved to Toronto when I was um, 17 to pursue um, my undergrad degree in economics at U of T. Um, Somehow that PTSD didn't stick with me and I decided I want to do an MBA at U of T again. So I'm back. And uh, yeah, like before my MBA, I've been working in the hospitality industry as like a marketing professional for like three something years and yeah that's just like a quick story uh in terms of my personal life I'm a vegan I have been for the five for the past five and a half years um and I'm transitioning to a zero waste lifestyle currently which is going really hard because of COVID you know every everything's packaged so much and I'm like oh great that's another thing I can't trash so yeah, like the other thing I like to do with my time is right now exploring Indian cuisine and veganizing them, like all of mm-hmm. my mother's recipes. She hates me for that. Like <laughs> she thinks I'm ruining her masterpieces by substituting paneer with tofu, but it tastes good to me and it feels like home. So um, I'm slowly exploring that and getting better at it every day. So, yeah. That's exciting. I, I think out of all cuisines in the world, probably the Indian cuisine is the easiest to serve. Uh, oh, yeah, imagine. yeah. With substitutes these days too, right? Yeah, like, especially yeah. if you're okay with the taste of tofu. Yeah. Like, it doesn't taste like anything, but still, like, it's an easy switch. So, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> but but uh, I I get that sentiment from your mom because I do the same thing to my mom's recipes, but they are sort of like I get I try to make like a lower calorie version of whatever like she would make. So especially her desserts, I swap in stevia for sugar, and then she gets <laughs> mad. And like I'm not eating this crap at all. <laughs> Enough. If it's not ghee, there's no taste. <laughs> I can't have ghee, mom. Oh, it's always funny ruining her recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, talking about your mom, do you have like a funny story about you, like your family likes to share? Yes. So, this may be hard for you to believe, but when I was uh-huh. young, like when I was a kid, I was this really big trauma queen. <laughs> <laughs> but. So the, my mom's favorite story about me. So um, when I was like four or something, my mm-hmm. mom was like taking a nap. My sister and I were playing outside in the living room and we had mm-hmm. this um, like TV cabinet thing. So there was like a TV in it on top. There was like a radio and had like drawers on the side and stuff. And for some reason we decided to like climb on it and play on top of the cabinet thing. <laughs> Don't remember how we climbed it, but we did. And somehow I pushed the radio and the radio fell and broke and the noise caused my mom to wake up and she came outside and started screaming at us like, oh my God, what did you do? What were you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I just like point blank looked at her and went, can you relax? Like I just broke the radio, not your TV. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my mom's favorite story. She was like, I always knew you were trouble since that moment. Like you just... Like, yeah, great. So yeah, no, no they're more important than radios, you know. I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, that that's uh, really really smart. That that's how like I would probably handle it as an adult if I did that, and someone started screaming. I'm like, you know, it's it's just a radio. It's a smaller thing. It's not <laughs> yeah. your biggest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Hmm. Okay. Um. So, uh, with the new year starting, uh, do you have? any new year's resolutions that you made this year i did um it's not going so well obviously (laughs) my my new year's resolution this year was to not drink as much and Uh just like you know because it's it's expensive and i don't have a job right now and like drinking outside in toronto is kind of very expensive so it's like it's a good way to save money it's good for me and (laughs) just wanted to see if i could do it I did it for a month. Yeah. And last night it just financed I was like, yeah, no, I need to go okay. out. So, <laughs> so I, I broke one. But yeah, like a, around Fab is when I think most people start giving yeah. up on the resolutions. So that's why I thought I picked this topic because <laughs> it's pretty sure everyone kind of gives up around this time. So that's sure, sure. Uh, what what other sort of New Year's resolutions you've had in the past uh, few years? Mostly stuff related to health, right? Like that's what yeah. they are resolutions. Mm. Like it's just like things you want to improve in yourself. So like waking up early. I did mm. that when I was in school, trying to attend every class that was one year. I remember I was like, I'll I'll go to every class. I won't skip. I'll pay attention, take notes pretty sure that lasted like a week um I think my crazy craziest new year's resolution once was to not watch as much um twilight rewatches because <laughs> like, wow. I watch twilight like every month that's a very specific uh, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> 
Well, no, because there's like five movies and then I'd yeah. watch one and then I'd start watching watch all of them, all of them yeah. again. And then it just start like after Twilight would be like um, Hunger Games and then I'll just yeah. like those stage flicks yeah. and it would be yeah. this constant cycle that I wasted yeah. my time. <laughs> and I can't, I can't, but I don't think I stuck to that either. I don't think I've ever successfully had completed a New Year's resolution. I don't think so. What about you? Uh, so let's start with like so this year I've never really sort of formally decided that okay this year I'm going to have this new year's resolution in fact 2022 would be like the time when I've actually started something new so mm -hmm. in in December and like early January was like you know when we had all those interviews and those stressful time so as a form of escapism I downloaded TikTok I started scrolling through TikTok and on TikTok I came across this uh this TikTok about the hashtag that girl uh, lifestyle. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, it's just, it's geared toward like women, you know, just improving your life in general. And the things they do is like, they have green smoothies in the morning, they journal, mm -hmm. they do yoga and all of that. So from that, my two sort of takeaways was I started having green smoothies every day. So Mash have a glass every day. Yeah, including today. <laughs> the, the, the only two days I haven't had one is the on my birthday. And I think yesterday. That's a cheat day. You get yeah. two. Like you don't um, have cheese for breakfast on your birthday. It's like <laughs> That is also true. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a sucky birthday if it starts with each day. That's one. And the <laughs> second thing, which I think is even more cool, is I started journaling. I've... I've, I mean, I, I do dabble with journaling now and then um, since I think undergrad, I have like a digital journal that I keep and I like I write that's more sort of like, you know, unloading everything you have in your head. And I generally do that when I'm very stressed or a lot of things are going on, but it's not like a regular thing. It's not like, you know, the definition of journaling where you sort of capture your day. So on the, like this TikTok, that girl aesthetic mm -hmm. vibe they they have this very specific journal called the five minute journal it mm -hmm. comes in a nice like you know vintage looking um that is really cool because it's just one page and you have to spend like a couple of minutes in the morning and about two to three minutes at night before you go to sleep. it's mm -hmm. sort of and and the other thing they say is that you should do it immediately after you wake up the first thing you should do is do this and do it like just before you go to sleep so i keep it in my bedside that I've been doing like literally every single day and already like I have a month's worth of like pages. It's really nice to look back on that. And the, one of the entries is that what have you learned today? And um, like you think about it, it's like, what would you learn on like a daily basis? And there are things, some things are more sort of major, like, um, you know, about relationships or like if, like I had a fight with them, so how I handled it, things like that. Some of them are sort of more sort of life hacky. I didn't know that, you know, on a potato peeler, you have like a pointy thing at the top to sort of scoop out the, the odd spots in like, so that was something I learned one day. <laughs> I always thought it was too like, this is going to sound <laughs> stupid. But I always thought it was just like to create like, um, just like patterns on it. Because when you chop <laughs> Like that stylish crimped oh. <laughs> oh my god, that's so dumb. Oh man. Um, Great. So 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 that and then uh, I think one day like uh, me and Ash went out 
and we sort of pre-gamed, we had a couple of drinks before we had Lala. And that led to like the evening being really like more fun because if you go out and then start drinking, like it takes a while for like the drinks to actually kick in. So then you don't yeah. like really, uh, that's like a very sort of mainstream idea. Like pre-gaming obviously is not new, but to, I've always sort of done it for like when you have like major parties that you go to, but even for like something like a date night, weekend like if you pre-game it most really changes things so that was um that was like a learning so it's been nice that's that's something that i've sort of been uh, trying to i hope to continue but otherwise throughout my life like you said mostly like maybe not like actual formal resolutions but i have made attempts at you know health related um trying to eat more cleanly you know or work out more regularly so those kind of things but yeah never really stuck uh, i've never been that intentional about it either but uh they've never... <laughs> yeah no that's that's always so interesting to me about new year's resolutions like it's like a running joke right like you keep it but you you know you're not gonna actually achieve it but every yeah. year a lot of people still try and that's always <laughs> interesting like why as a society do we still do you know, like there has to be something important in the act of doing it for us to. Yeah. Why, why Why? do you think people like make these new, new resolutions? Like what is sort of the, the rationale or trigger? Hmm. I think it could be just like hope, right? Like it's like a fresh start. It's a new year. Yeah. Like I, I read. Clean slate. Yeah. Like it's um, there's sort of like a almost like a temporal just like benchmark almost like this is yeah. really like a fresh yeah. start like yeah. people tend to do new york things on mondays or even yeah. like you start studying you know like you're like at 12 p.m or at 12 yeah. like at yeah. zero zero not like yeah. at an odd time yeah it's just like our brain just likes that idea that it's it's a clean yeah. yeah it's a new me at this point so i i can do it because i didn't do it in the past but i can do mm. it now so that's always been, yeah, it's just, but we never change as we still stay ourselves. So what about yeah. you? What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Like, I feel like it's just that sort of clean slate type of thing that, okay, all my sort of sins are in the past year and I'm going to start this new year. Yeah. Um, but so that's where I think the problem comes in. Like now let's sort of address the, the main question for this episode is when people stick to the new years. And I've been thinking when you sort of propose this topic, okay, let, maybe you go first. Like, what are your thoughts on why do you think people stick to their new year? Um, I think it's because there might be two things. It depends on the resolution itself, right? Like something yeah. as vague as like, hey, let, I'm going to exercise more. Yeah. yeah, That doesn't have, you can't mentally check that, oh, did I, you know, did I actually exercise more? Like having more quantitative backing to it like if you're like oh I want to work out 10 minutes every day for this many months then you can actually hold yourself accountable but keeping it something vague yeah. I think like kind of derail you from that but yeah. that's one and the other thing I is always like if people usually do it for health basis right like uh, I'm yeah. going to eat this particular thing less I'm going to exercise more but the benefits for that they're like much ahead in the future. It's the same with investing, right? Like you, yeah. it, I know I should start today yeah. and it's going to be really good for me in the future. Yeah. 
like spending saving ten dollars right now versus like spending it on like I don't know Starbucks is mm. I get that Starbucks right now that happiness yeah, right yeah, versus yeah. pushing it in the future. Yeah. So I guess we're just like not really in tune with our future selves. So yeah. that might be it. Yeah. No, I I agree. Those are both valid points, and that's sort of not just true for. um like new resolution but also true for sort of any type of good habit that you're trying to form yeah. um it it needs to be sort of more well defined like the mm. two things that i mentioned having a glass of green smoothie in the morning is a very tangible thing whereas workout more is not like what does that mean do i go every day at 5 pm what happens if like i can't go at 5 pm this is don't mean that like is it fine to miss one is it fine to miss two those kind of things uh that is one for sure and the second thing is yeah that 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 i think is like the crux of it where mm-hmm. we as human beings value short term uh, pleasures over long term like value and that's where the, and those are the sort of and and that's true for anything right so uh, you, even when it like comes to like when you have to study for an exam uh, mm-hmm. the the connection the, the payoff of that is is much much in, into the future in fact at least like in business school it's relatively like shorter because you know you get good grades and you get invited for a job that sort of thing but imagine when you were sort of studying in like high school and you had like yeah. a board exam or something like that like the payoff for that is like i don't know 10 years later where you work hard get good grades get into a good college work hard there then you get a good like eventually like you get a good job order that's basically what you're striving towards or maybe even getting into a good college yeah uh, whereas watching uh, twilight is <laughs> gratification <laughs> it's like oh yes edward that is very yeah. <laughs> i know it's also like costs too right like i think that's why we don't stop some of these behaviors even though we know they're wrong for us like if i eat a piece of cake every day yeah like the cost for that's going to be like 10 something months later i don't yeah, know yeah, going to have yeah. long diabetes sets in yeah but Yeah so like maybe we it's uh, there's this thing called um stick i don't know if you've heard mm. of that it's this app where oh. you kind of like a commitment contract with yourself and it oh. kind of forces you to accept the costs right now and i think that mm. helps you to just align yourself with that way of thinking so like if you mm. ever want to actually stick with your new year's resolutions i mean you're doing a good job so far but <laughs> The, the yeah so i was also want coming to that point where like these new year's resolutions are mm. very arbitrary like mm. you that's why i started with the question of why do you think people start doing it it's just oh the calendar changes calendar year changes and you know i'll, I'll do it so the the motivation or the incentive to start this is not like for example if someone uh, you know let's talk about health so like someone gets like a heart attack or some something related to like health related where they have like a scare uh, then they sort of you know then this when they start building healthier habits um, that's like a strong incentive that you know i was about to die or got really sick so i really need to or if they can uh, you know some sort of when it comes to studying like you know they fail an exam or they didn't get the result that they wanted yeah. and that sort of triggers those things have like a trigger that is tangible that is mm-hmm. reinforced here i feel like it's so thin that oh just because you know i get a fresh start that's not enough to sort of hold you accountable beyond the point because 
especially if it's like you're trying to resist the temptation to not do a healthy thing or resist the temptation to to stop doing a bad thing mm-hmm. um after the point you're sort of you know initial like enthusiasm for this dies down yeah. then you need something for it to keep it going and if there's no actual reason like yeah sure i need to be eating healthier i need to be working out i need to be saving money but like there's nothing that sort of triggers it there's nothing mm-hmm. like for example even for let's say saving money if if the idea is that you know you just save 10 dollars and then intangibly invest it for some future yeah. benefit later on versus if you're saving it for a specific goal like your motivation is very very different in the incentive to see. um like i remember in fourth grade i was saving up for a nintendo game boy and mama that is the most frugal i've lived in my entire life <laughs> <laughs> we're saving in fourth grade <laughs> yeah so saving meant that but that <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah so after that i've never saved like i've i've in fact now so, so like now i'm in that part of my life for the past four or five years like hmm. my bank account was literally like it would get payday on the first of that month and by the 30th of that month it is zero again <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> absolutely no savings um so like now that i'm here and i'm starting to look at my future and like now these sort of goals that i want to save for are starting to feel a little more real so mm-hmm. that sort of now like okay fine i'll do it for but otherwise i feel like that's like the main thing if it's only like oh yeah i should be healthy or yeah. my body might get fucked 20 years later like who cares about <laughs> what happens 20 years later <laughs> yeah no but even like for those benefits right like for example i'm assuming it's like saving up for a house or yeah. like a car or something yeah. like you kind of have that mental math going on in the background yeah. Yeah. that helps like as you said it's like a, yeah. a strong in- incentive because it's backed by math and like yeah because you're like oh i need to save this much otherwise not yeah. versus exercise it, it would be like oh yeah like i just keep doing it at some point maybe i'll get that benefit but you don't know exactly when so mm. yeah so let's maybe talk about do you have any suggestions for people who want to sort of stick to their or what do you think are ways to <laughs> i mean i don't use them myself obviously but i think yeah. a would be making your goals more realistic hmm. like um i think like something like oh i'm not going to do this for the rest of my life something like yeah. putting something cold turkey at it yeah. so know yourself and make your goals realistic would be one um another thing as i was saying stick that app it was actually uh my behavioral econ professor my mm. um, undergrad uh, during my undergrad time introduced us to this mm. uh it's based on this idea of like commitment devices right so mm. you have a commitment contract that mm-hmm. i am going to do this and you have a referee who's mm-hmm. like did this person actually do this every day mm-hmm. and if you don't do it one of the options they have is that it's connected to your credit card and mm-hmm. also donate money on your behalf to a charity hate mm-hmm. yeah. like so for me it would be like something i don't know something that kills animals left and yeah. right or yeah. yeah obviously that it's if i'm <laughs> if i chose to go with that app i'd be like no i can't otherwise i don't want to be because of me so um makes that incentive super strong and i think the third thing would be to be kind to yourself cuz all of us fail to stick to resolutions and like and it's pretty common so even if you did it like a day 
it's fine. Like you can try again tomorrow if you fail today. Mm. You know, there's always tomorrow. So those three things. It's interesting you brought these up. The 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 negative sort of reinforcement thing. I've um, in fact I've talked about it in the very first episode of this podcast. That um, the the way that was like okay, if I don't do this, uh, I'll give you five hundred dollars and like you do anything. Or like yeah. that number. So there, there are two things. One is that number needs to be high enough. If like that was ten dollars, I wouldn't care. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll just sleep in. I don't care what dollars. But that number becomes five hundred dollars or one thousand dollars. Then you start like that becomes a big number. Yeah. But and it, it is very effective. But then um, not a lot of people do it. Like you said, yeah. I, I don't think you you use it either, right? And I've known I'm about this for past. To use it. Huh? I'm scared to use it. I'm like exactly. Okay, yeah, so it yeah uptake is blow up. So I I don't know why does that like does that mean that we are sort of in our minds know that on some level we are not going to be doing it at some point of time like mm. that like I want to like get your thoughts on that like why is it that we don't even though we know it's very very effective what is yeah. sort of stopping us from implementing because everybody that talks about that I, I think I heard about this in some podcast. And even that person said that, you know, I can do this and this is very effective, but I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's just like not enough, um, I guess, the incentives, the word of the day to do it, right? <laughs> like it's sure it would be nice to not to be healthier, but at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, like I want to lead a healthier life, but maybe I just don't care as much. So yeah. um, subconsciously, maybe that could be it. Or it's just, mm. I don't know. Like, I think it's just, it's a weird thing. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like but I don't wallet. have willpower to stick to it. So I've like, I've thought about it as well. And like my thoughts are that it's sort of like you voluntarily signing up for potential pain. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Even though like the incentive and agenda and all of that is like, you know, you want to achieve a goal or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. Why would anyone sort of, and it's not like a hundred percent, but there is an expected value of pain when you sign up for this, as opposed to an expected value of zero pain when you don't sign up for it. So that's like, I think the reason why you don't want to do it. So maybe the solution around that would be to add in some form of positive uh, payoff as well. Yeah. There's something for you to like get out of it. Yeah. And on that, like the initial point you made about you know, these are all sort of gains to be had in the future. Um, so maybe reframing those things or trying to find like short-term benefits out of them as well. So like, I'll give you an example. Um, working out at the gym is sort of, you know, something you do for slightly more long-term like rewards mm-hmm. where like you get healthier, you feel like. Uh, but if that was like the goal, I would probably never go to. Uh, <laughs> the reason why I go to the gym is because it just feels nice. Like it's it's a nice change of pace. It's yeah. a different environment. You listen to music or listen to podcasts and you get a sweat a little bit and it makes you feel like it releases those sort of nice yeah. hormones. Um, that's my incentive for going. I don't think about, you know, what would be the like the result of this and I'm building towards. It's just mm-hmm. the, the only thing I'm looking to get out of is that 60 minutes that I spend there and feel what it makes me feel once I'm out of it like that that so that's more of a tangible short-term like payoff yeah Uh, and I don't know if it can be applied to literally everything every sort of new year's resolution but the ones that you can apply it I think it'll be 
No, that's very interesting. I actually remember um, one of my friends, um, she hated doing her readings, like all yeah. of this, like reading sucks. But what she used to do is put like gummy bears at the end of like every, in like her textbook at the end of every chapter. So it's yeah. like, need to finish it to get to the gummy bear. And like, I guess you need to trust yourself enough to be like, I'm not going to cheat and just eat it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sit down, finish it and yeah. then eat it. Yeah. So yeah, like, no, making that payoff um, more short-term, I think would be a good idea for sure. Yeah, on some some level, that's what, like, I do as well. So, like, the last one to two weeks when we were, like, studying enough, like, I'd, I'd be like, uh, you know, get done with the, this, this this lecture, studying yeah. this, these, these chapters, then we can probably go out, uh, we'll go out and, you know, get a, a cup of hot chocolate mm-hmm. from some, like, fancy cafe in here. That sort of a thing. Like, it's a, it's a small, like, expense, but, like, it's a good sort of reward to look forward to for having like, done that as opposed to like oh i'm studying so that i get be prepared and then i get good <laughs> marks and then i get it like all yeah which is which is also why like now i have lost absolutely any incentive to study. i don't want to study <laughs> because now there is absolutely like even in the long term i don't see a point right so yeah. now we are literally studying because that's what we're supposed to do. And I guess some part, like my, what am I saying? Like my mom literally says that you don't, you will not slack off on like you're studying now. Like you need to make sure like you maintain your grades. <laughs> so like that's, that is the only like reason for me to study now. It's no longer like, you know, you could get an interview or whatever. And with the motivation and the incentives changing, you know, with the incentive changing, your motivation really, really declined very fast. Um, Same thing. True. Yeah, no. All of us at Rotman are facing that, and this is a great way to publicize that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about on this topic? Uh, I feel like we did a very holistic review of New Year's resolutions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I guess one thing, like I was uh, just beating up on New Year's uh, resolutions, like why they even started in the first yeah. place. And um, it's just very interesting that uh, Babylonians actually mm-hmm. started New Year's resolutions and New Year's apparently mm-hmm. um, just kind of celebrate a and but b like make these resolutions um, to your God and if you don't mm-hmm. do it, God's gonna be yeah. angry with you and kill you. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> and it was just interesting that there was always this religious. Um, yeah element to it like why it started like even christians for example had it mm. um, early on um, now it's evolved into something completely different and that's mm. interesting yeah yeah <laughs> but like even then they had like a negative sort of reinforcement of like mm. oh it's kind of similar to your stick app where like yeah <laughs> you're gonna die <laughs> you're gonna die i think that's 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 a reasonably strong uh, incentive. incentive i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, if you believe in guys, but... yeah. I, I'm assuming <laughs> at, around that time they did. There's the science yeah, yeah, and everything wasn't out of love, so then that not that many atheists. Very so. true. Very true. Oh. Okay, so the, I guess that wraps up. That. Um, so on this podcast, the thing like that I like to ask is: Is there anything insightful, not related to the topic we discussed today, but anything insightful that you've experienced, thought about, read, heard? Yeah. So recently, um, I so I listened to this podcast called New Ideas of Mon- uh, in Money. Um, mm-hmm. It's like super cool. Um, mm-hmm. But they had one topic about um, 
like now that we're living close to like a hundred years yeah. um, and we have like all of this added life, what do we even do with it? Mm. So there's this branch at Stanford called Stanford Longevity something, mm -hmm. something. And um, they're creating a new map of life, mm. which basically it's um, like our current life model, which is like, you mm. know, childhood, mm -hmm. work, family, and then retirement, mm -hmm. that three stage yeah. arc, it's outdated. And yeah. now that we're living twice as long, yeah. what do we do with that remainder of like, like, mm. you know, it's A, what do we do with it? And B, with all of that at a time, like, are you just going to work as much mm. because like, mm. our current retirement systems aren't going to support us for like 50 something years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so what do we want that hundred plus life to look like is what they're yeah. trying to decide right now. And how yeah. do we change our current system to help us get there? So oh, making that's very stuff like that. So it's just super interesting hearing people talk about <laughs> that. So yeah, I would recommend checking that out. So what's like the like the what direction are they heading heading with that? Like, is it going more towards like okay, fine, you can start enjoying life like an extended retirement, or is it like a completely different? No, it's different. I think they're, they want to break that three system mold. Mm -hmm. Like it's not going to be just like this retirement. I think it's like mm -hmm. multiple different work stages. Mm. At least that was one of the recommendations, maybe from another economist, but like, mm. how do you change your skills? Because obviously it's harder when you're at mm. 50 and yeah. now you want to try to get some new skills so you can reinvent your working life somehow yeah. and enter this completely new field. That yeah. would be good if we're 100, like, you know, at 58, completely Switch. leave and go yeah. into, I don't know, like animal welfare or something. And if I could do yeah. that, a great life, yeah. I would be terrified of working for the rest of my life because I could switch. Yeah. But yeah. how do you, like, how do you build skills in people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's like, there's some, no, like um, going to university at the age of 50 isn't like a, like a standard thing, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like your brain's not built for that either. Like yeah. I'm sure it stops like being as <laughs> at that age right so you can't yeah. learn as many new, new things yeah. so yeah like there's obviously challenges that our current societal system is bought about and yeah. you could start breaking those apart i think is one thing but their biggest challenge that um i think right now is uh, a lot of people think that they're not going to retire like it's just not a possibility Mm. So that like how do you bring, bring back retirement and because mm. like people our age like i don't know mm. if i right like you have to save so much money mm. and like by the time we get to retirement age mm. expenses are going to be so much more yeah, yeah. so how do you how do you just marry those two things i guess yeah. is their biggest challenge and yeah i don't know i don't know what the answer is going to be for that no that's uh that's an interesting thought experiment i guess you would never really think about too much into the future like it's always yeah. the next day the next week the next year at most maybe the next few years um, and then mm -hmm. retirement seems like you know when yeah. you're 60s that that person's problem not yours and not exactly. uh, 20 something mahima's problem <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's 70 year old mahima she'll figure it out somehow i guess yeah mm and uh and then final question who would you like to see as the next guest on this podcast anyone from our school yeah anyone from our yeah oh. preferably our cohort um. Oh. <laughs> um 
well, the coolest, one of the coolest people I know in Rockman's obviously another one of our teammates, Funny, yeah. <laughs> our girl. So I think she is the strongest, more, the most smartest person I know at Rockman. And I just don't know how she does half of the oh. things she does, you know? So, and she always has such interesting takes on yeah. different topics. It's like, wait, I never thought of it the way you're thinking about this topic right now. So I think she'd be an amazing guest to have. <laughs> and it would be a really great conversation. And I know you're going to have her at some point. And <laughs> I can't wait to hear to that podcast. So for sure, I can't, I can yeah, I can't wait to have fun on yeah. as well. Uh, complete the entire <laughs> Team 51 <laughs> arc. That's yeah. True. yeah. Yeah, it'll be nice. Uh, cool. I think that's about it. I am any final words before I stop recording, my mom? Just you no, know, like it's <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Let's uh use this podcast to like build new tools for us so that next year mm-hmm. when we have a New Year's resolution, we can like keep it. We won't. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Mahima. Uh, us, I, I don't know why I keep saying us. Like I haven't gotten over the fact that, you know, now it's just me. So thank you so much for joining in. Thanks for having me. This was so uh, much fun. Sorry, I got a call on my phone. Yeah, thank you so much. It was really a lot of fun. Um, I knew this was going to be a fun discussion and the topic you chose is also like uh, topical. Yeah. I always keep thinking about like these kind of things uh, and I have so many thoughts. So uh, it's always good to have someone who also thinks about things like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks uh, for having me. It was really great and insightful. It was a fun way to spend an hour, I would say. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to stop recording now.